And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. We have Brandon Davis. Some of you may recognize that name from the social media platform TikTok. Um, pri- previously to TikTok, Brandon had been, you know, singing songs and doing the thing. And then the pandemic hit and TikTok kind of took over the world while we were do- all doing nothing. And Brandon has really, really, really just crushed it. Um, in the last year and you know we're super excited for him and we're super excited that he was that he agreed to come on and talk talk with us here on the show Um, before we get to Mr. Davis as always um, American Grit and Grace Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company Rowdy Roads Afterglow Boutique Mitch Max Killer Cowboy Radio Boone's Bourbon thank you all so so much for your for your love and your patience and your generosities with everything it goes without a question it is appreciated more than you can ever ever imagine um so without further ado because this is a lot this is a lot of fun talking to brandon um super sweet guy you know his his love for his wife and his children are second to none second to none and um you know i thank them i thank destiny and his his beautiful children for you know allowing him to take the time away from from them to to talk and do do the thing here with us um so without further ado brandon davis hello how's it going good how are you doing brandon Uh, i'm doing great buddy just finally got all the kiddos down to bed yeah i feel that that's what that was what i was doing right before down here with you and 
you know, gave gave the wave and the the kiss and <laughs> said, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, you are the biggest artist I've had on the show to date. So I thank you for that. That's um, an honor, brother. No, the honors, the honors all for me um, and all mine. Thank you so much. So I want to, you know, this is all about you. You know, I want you to tell us about who you are, what you're doing, what's going on. Um, you know, this is just a casual conversation about, you know, just that, what you're doing, where you've been, how you got here. And, and I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, when it comes to this household, you'll find the music is filling the air constantly. And it, it's something that runs deep in the family because I, I grew up in a house where my dad played country and gospel music. My papa was a gospel singer as well. He was all, him and my mama were kind of like the gospel version of Johnny and June traveling around from church to church. So music, it, it it's in, it's in my blood, I guess is what you'd say. But my dad kind of got me into it early because he was always had, he always had something he was playing on, whether it was guitar, bass, you know, fooling around with the drums. Saw the man play a, a cigar box guitar once, and I swear if it had strings, the man knew how to play it, even if he technically didn't. But it, it's it's amazing because music kind of kind of shaped growing up for a good while. But he taught me not only a love for music, but a love for bass else and he was my inspiration and things that I wanted to aspire to and goals that I wanted to accomplish because I watched all these amazing things that my father could do my father was a good baseball player my father was a amazing uh, singer and I knew that out of anything I wanted to do I wanted to try and be like him in that aspect but music was always a hobby and I wrote I've been writing songs since like 2007 and I kind of asked my dad, like, hey, look, how do you how do you chase after this? What did you do? Like, where all have you played? And he was like, well, I've, you know, traveled around playing bars. I've played a lot of local places. He's like, I've traveled with gospel groups clear across the country, sang with people like the Kingsmen and the Hemsmen. And he, back in 1988, he even opened up for Garth Brooks before Garth Brooks was really, you know, Garth Brooks at a place called Governor's Lounge. And he said, I, you know, I tried my hand at, at it, but I really didn't, didn't know the exact way in the door. And so now I guess it's kind of your turn, you know, to take your music and let's see what you can do with it. But I kind of shelved it. It was my hobby because baseball was my first love at the time. I went after baseball in college and discovered that, you know, maybe it wasn't going to be my path either. And I went with the safe choice that kind of everybody goes for at one point or another in life. And that was get a job, agree that can, you know, kind of lock you in and settle down and make a family. And that's exactly what I did. I settled down, good paying job after traveling to California and Montana, chasing, you know, what I really wanted to do with my career and wound up right back here in Chattanooga and met the woman of my dreams, but not only her, two parts of my heart that I honestly I don't know how to put it into words when you have that first feeling of love for your children 
Yeah. I, I literally got to walk in and meet mine. I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to say, Hey, your kid's on the way nine months from now, you're going to get to find them. It was, I met their mother and we fell in love. And as soon as we knew that's, this was it, which didn't take, you know, I was introduced to the kids and fell in love three times over. That, I had that's their awesome. mother and them. And yeah. Still something that we were at, but I had it, you know, kind of in my back pocket, had a family band that lasted from 2010 to 2020. So right on the nose of COVID. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that was pretty much the extent of music until she came along. And the, I guess the turning point would be we had been married we had uh, three kids total, uh, Malia, Brantley, and Granger, and we had one on the way, which is Easton. And I got in a pretty bad car wreck back in 2019 while she was pregnant with our fourth, and it was nearly fatal. I had to have emergency surgery. She thought she had lost me, and it's it's in moments like that when you realize, hey, look, not only did you just scare her to death, you know, her whole upside down but everything you knew and love could have been ripped from you in just the blink of an eye yeah like like nothing you know existed past that point and i didn't want what i had done or what i hadn't done to be all that i did while i was here right and she she looked at me and said look i know that this isn't what you had planned but you know everything happens for a reason and when you're in a wreck in a situation like that, you really don't, you can't, it's hard to see the brighter side because you're just trying to figure out the why, like, why did it happen to me? Why did, why did God let this happen? And that was definitely what was running through my head. She said, look, it happens for a reason. You don't know it yet, but it happens for a reason. So I found, and that's because she said, look, if you've got dreams, we need to chase them. And my dream was music. That was the one I could still hold on to. It's the one I still wrote songs with every day. The the passion that was still trying to crawl out of me, even when baseball wasn't. And so she helped me pursue it. We did the, you know, the typical things, Facebook and YouTube, kind of putting ourselves out there and letting people know that I had music to sing. And we got a few hits. It was okay. And we had a decent little start off, but... All of a sudden, 2020 hit, COVID struck, and we found an avenue. And by we, I mean her. <laughs> she <laughs> she, uh, she sat down and pulled out her phone like everybody else was doing, but got on the app TikTok. And when she started scrolling through TikTok, she was like, look, there's a lot of people promoting music. She came up to me and said, why don't you get on TikTok and sing, and let's see if we can make something hit off with this. I was like, yeah, I have scrolled through Facebook and seen TikTok ads and all I've ever noticed is people that are doing is or trying to be comedians. It's like I got two left feet and dad jokes. There ain't <laughs> no one out there like <laughs> she said, look just can't do it that not on this app. That ain't something like that gonna take off. And Finally, she kept seeing more and more of this and she had her opportune moment to get me to sing when she caught me in the car on we were driving back and she had me for two and a half hours with nowhere to go. She just turned on the camera and said, sing. I don't care what you want to sing, but camera's on, sing something. 
And I started singing just random songs. I think I sang Conway Twitty, a couple of songs that I had written and, you know, a few, a few others here and there. We had some decent hits, you know, that 500 to 600 views. Amazing because we weren't getting that anywhere else. But where it really sparked was the next night. She caught me trying to grab a bottle of water at like 10 o'clock at night out of the fridge. Runs up behind me, says, baby, 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 sing Brad Paisley, sing Dirk Bentley, sing Chris Stapleton. And I just pretty much did what she asked and went on about my business. And that was that was all she wrote. And later that night, she shows me that she's been posting all this to TikTok. And she said, look, this one has 1600 views. I was like, that is amazing. And went to work the next morning, kind of proud of what we had started. And she sends me another message and says, Hey, that video is growing. I was like, send me the info. I want to log in. I want to see. And by the time I logged in, it was lunchtime. And that 1600 views had turned into 20,000, which turned into hundreds of thousands, into millions. All of a sudden we had a springboard platform for this music to take off. We had people that were requesting more people requesting originals, uh, an account that was growing into the hundreds and I was blown away. And it was that moment. She said, look, if you want this, then we need to do it. If you don't, then let's back off. But if you do, the avenue is here. Let's take it. Let's run with it because people are telling you now that they have faith in you. They believe in you and they want you to do this. And that's what we did. And since then we've released, you know, 10 songs with an 11th on the way and been, been able to be involved with so many great people through co-writes and, you know, interviews and articles and just people we've met through uh, connections with folks in Nashville and all across this country as we've set out on tour from here to Texas, California, Washington. I mean, you name it everywhere. We have met so many people that we now consider friends. And it's, it's been a blessing. God has truly shown us that if you put your heart into it and you're driven and what you want is to fulfill a passion that you know is going to be something that is going to make your life better by not only succeeding at your to touch people through the power of the music that we put out, it's, it's unreal. Yeah, you know, it's it's... I thank you so much for your story because, you know, I'm sure people that are listening to this, you know, can kind of piece it all together based on the TikToks you do, you guys do put out. Um, but it's, it's really nice to hear a passion for what you're doing, you know, and really, you know, you, you, you're not a gimmick, you know, and I, I think I love, that's what I love about you the most is that you're authentic. Your songs are <laughs> better than, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that are out there, but like you can tell how much you love doing what you're doing based on all that. That means a lot, man. I appreciate that. You know, I, you know, I've gone through all of your songs. I've, you know, I've, I watch your TikToks, you know, my wife watches your TikToks. I'm pretty sure the whole world watches your TikToks. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's crazy to me that you have a song you know, for your, you know, for your kids, but for your stepkids, right, where, you know, they mean that much to you. And, you know, being being a stepfather myself, like, I love hearing songs like Step by Step, 
because it like it really hits home and you don't get a lot of those songs there's not a lot of songs from that stepmom stepdad you know bonus kid kind of viewpoint and it's really awesome that you put that in a song and did it so you know so inspiring thank you i mean it the biggest thing with that song is i want my kids to grow up and have that moment where they're able to go back and listen to some of this music with it which right now they listen to all of it they know the words they sing along but you know they're they're five and six years old even though I think my son is way deeper than I give him credit, one day they're going to have that moment where everything kind of clicks. And I hope and pray that, you know, the life that we've given them and the love that I've shown them from start to finish makes them in that moment realize they're loved and how much they mean to me and mean to their mother. And the fact that no matter where they came from, no matter what what action brought them to this earth and how the four the three of us got brought together, it doesn't matter because those actions aren't what made the relationship we have. Right. We did. It, it was us. It's the fact that we love each other so much that all that aside, family is family. Right. Right. And, you know, it's not, you know, for people that are listening to this that don't know this dynamic, it's not always the easiest to be the step parent. Right. You know, it's it's not always the easiest thing to know. You know, deep down, you know that that child isn't yours, but they are. That's right. And and for some people, it is. You know, I've never until some people really started sharing their story with us. Cause when step-by-step Step was coming out, so many people reached out and told us how this song connected with them because the way I wrote it, it it's able to, it's able to reach the, the hearts of foster parents, grandparents of step parents themselves, you know, uncles or aunts that had to step up and raise their nieces and nephews, or, you know, even the, the oldest siblings that had to, really pull it together and raise the younger siblings because there just wasn't any other way around it. I mean, there's so many people do for children that they honestly didn't have to take care of in the first place. Right. Godparents included. It's, it's a big, it's a big world we live in full of countless situations that call for people like this. And we are very, very fortunate that so many have, taking the job of stepping up and taking care of these kids. And I'm very thankful to be one of the ones that had that opportunity because honest, honestly, and this is the downright truth. I don't know. I don't know how to picture a life that doesn't have them in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. You know, my, I met my stepson when he was just about to turn six and he's going to be 12, you know, so it's amazing, you know, I, yeah, I, and I met, you know, in his, you know, I don't know your situation and we, you know, we don't have to get into it, but, you know, his dad's around, you know, and, and that sort of thing, but, you know, it's different when, you know, the biological, the other biological parent isn't in the person, that kid's life day in, day out, right? 
So like you do, you fill a lot of the gap, you know, and not necessarily good or bad, just you fill that, you know, gap that, you know, to no fault of their own needs to be filled. And it's amazing that so many people have stepped up to do so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because I, I can't tell you the countless, you know, step parents that I know that are very hands off with their you know, stepchildren. And it's, you know, I look at it and I'm like, how, how can you, how can you just be hands off and let, let your significant other or your spouse be the, you know, the only quote unquote parent in the house. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't, I don't understand, but um, you know, I guess it's to each his own for everybody. Agreed. No. Thankful that this song has been able to reach so many people and, the stories that have been shared are, uh, it's a godsend because you get to see so many different perspectives on how life-changing these events can be. But that's the power of music, man. That's why Yeah. That's why we continue to put out these songs. It's why I continually write and write with so many different people now than I ever used to because used to it was just me. Step by, when I was released, step and... God made angels, you know, I hadn't co-written with anybody. That wasn't something I was used to because there really wasn't anyone around to co-write with. And step-by-step kind of got us out there, brought in some amazing people. Uh, And two of the very first co-writers that I ever dealt with, which are now two of my best friends, Kyle Clark and Alex Pennington-Smith. Kyle's out of Nashville. Alex is out of Atlanta. I was kind of sitting right here in the middle of Chattanooga, and Alex reached out and said, hey, look, we want to write a song. Do you care if we uh, come to your house, sit down, and see if we can pull something together? So I said, yeah, let's go for it. They came here. We got a boatload of pizza and sat up here in the loft slash studio that I've got here at the house and – just kind of mulled over what we wanted to write for six hours going through, going through the, honestly, the best line I've heard come out of the show Yellowstone. We, uh, we sat down and Kyle said, Hey, look, I've heard this line from John Dutton and it's where he's looking at some guys and they're saying some impossible task. And he said, well, that's what Cowboys are for. So, so I Googled it and no one's written this song yet. He says, See, we've got to do it today feel like it's perfect and that's what we did we uh wrote what cowboys for very first co-write that i'd ever done and i felt at the end of it we had another song that could be people with a whole different perspective than what we had done previously with step by the fact that you know anyone can be a cowboy anyone can be that person that saves the day it can be you know mom bringing home dinner at the end of the day the husband taking out the trash to make sure it doesn't get uh, the truck just sure. small simple things and then that kind of side note and special special fact if you ever listen to that song anywhere any platform during the chorus you can't hear it on the recording that you're listening to but just know that if you pull all the instruments out because we recorded that up here in my loft every vocal holding my at the time one-year-old son on my hip with my three-year-old running frantically in the background and (laughs) if you pull all the instruments out on that song you'll hear a very quick and that's across the room while i was trying to get through part of the course 
That's we didn't awesome. realize that. But it, it will live in infamy, whether people can hear it or not. Yeah. And, you know, th- those are great stories. And those are things that, you know, you have for your for yourself, for the memory bank. And, you know, for, you know, now all of us that when we go back and hear it, know exactly what's going on. And I love that. Music is, is powerful, man. And I'm, I cannot tell you how great it feels to say that I can call this my career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I have a few questions about some songs here. Um, I know you just, I know, I know you just released the kitchen, um, what a couple, couple weeks ago now it's been, um, how, how has that been received, um, for you? Has, have, have you heard, you know, good, bad and different, you know, is it, is it something that has really kind of pushed you over the edge? Honestly, with the kitchen, it was a song telling us we had to write and, so many people would get on our lives because if you go through social media, you'll see that majority of what we do is in the kitchen. And yeah, we would uh, we would get on TikTok live or Instagram live, and people say, "Look, you're always in the kitchen. Y'all got to put out a song about the kitchen." So she kind of put me on the spot. I was sitting up on the counter eating bacon like any grown man would do, and uh. <laughs> She, uh, it was TikTok twisted bacon. Got to throw that in there. Uh, but she said, pulled out, said, "Hey, we're always in the kitchen. Write me a song about the kitchen. You got sixty seconds. Go." And I'm looking around like, "Oh, great, camera's on, and I got nothing but one chance to pull <laughs> this off." And so I look around and just pretty much thought about everything that came to my mind that was something in my life in the kitchen it wasn't necessarily what you expected to be in the kitchen. You know, you don't expect any, when someone's talking about the kitchen, you expect them to talk about eating food and, you know, baking cookies or washing dishes, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But I let out a chorus of what I felt embodied how I viewed the kitchen. And so many people saw that video. It went semi-viral. And we got a lot of folks saying, look, you got to release this. I love this. Finish it. So I sat down and I finished it. It took me a little bit to make it exactly what I wanted. But we got together with uh, my producer, Jacob Frisch, and he found just connected with this song through the instrumentation that they laid down on it. And I couldn't have been happier with the result. Since we put it out, so many people have told me, like, this takes me back to grandma's kitchen, this takes me back to all those uh, holidays that I got to spend with my family growing up where we were gathered around the kitchen table. And, you know, to me, that's what this kind of music it's about. It's about telling a story because when it comes to writing a song, that's always been my goal. My dad told me a long time ago when I first wanted to write, he said, if you want to write a song that anyone's going to listen to, you got a story. He said, if a song could tell a story and connect with people, then it's done what it's supposed to do. So that's how I try to write. That's how I base what platforms is okay to tell, whether it's my story or someone else's, tell a story that's going to connect with whoever's listening on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for what you've released and what you've put out and, you know, everything you're doing on TikTok and on social media, like you really do connect very well with the audience. And it, and it obviously shows because of how, how big you've become. 
it's so mind blowing, man. Because if you'd have told told me back in high school, hey, you know, eleven years from now, you're going to be sitting down, and you know, getting on podcast interviews and releasing music and traveling the country, doing what you love all while playing a guitar. I'd have looked at you and said, there ain't no way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how to do that. And yet here we are doing it. And it, it, God is amazing. And he has put so many blessings in our life. But when he brought destiny into my wife, uh, destiny in my wife, there you go. Destiny into my life. Uh, he truly sent me an angel. I, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you if it weren't for the fact that she hadn't drove me and pushed me. And she is the woman behind the scenes. And sometimes she doesn't get the amount of credit she deserves because people don't realize that this amazing woman might not be the one writing every song, which don't get me wrong. She's got more than her fair share of input because she is my go-to. She's my like, Hey, look, I've got this. Does this sound okay? If not, what do I need to kind of tweak that makes you feel like you would connect? Yeah. So she's, she's there for every, every bit of it. She's the one recording the vocals for me. She learned pro tools off of YouTube just to do that. She uh, does all my management, all my booking. And it's a godsend to have not only a wife that supports you, but a wife that is capable of driving and supporting your entire career. And when you have that kind of support and love and drive behind you, putting out songs like this, putting out content like we do and pushing this thing to the next level, I'm not going to say it's a whole lot easier, but it's a whole lot more possible. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you see that, you know, when you're in the TikToks and how much, you know, she loves and supports you and, you know, like, your dream is also her dream and you can, you can really tell you, you know, it's not phony. It's not made up, you know, it's, it's genuine and it's there and it's, and it's awesome to see, especially in a world that we live in where, you know, relationships like yours and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be in a similar, you know, uh, you know, my, my wife doesn't work for me or, or help me at work, <laughs> unfortunately, because I would love it if she did, but, you know, you know, these sorts of, marriages and relationships are just so not the norm anymore. And, you know, it's a blessing that that is the case for us because we, when we found each other, we found two things out really quick. Number one, we didn't want anyone else, but number two in ourselves, we found ourselves because me and her are the exact same person. We're both driven. We're both, you know, leader oriented and our mind and we want to get it done. We don't stop till it's done. And that's honestly, I feel especially on her part because she's, she has got this, you know, push forward head on. Don't stop till we, till we get where we're needing to be that it makes, it just, it just makes this, such a less bumpy ride. Yeah. I was having to do this all by myself. You know, there's, there's always high points and low points to everything you do and getting through those low points with someone right there by your side to show you that, Hey, it's not really a low. 
one bump towards getting towards the end of the road. You know? Yeah. Having oh, that absolutely. is outstanding. It sure is. It sure is. So l- let me ask you, because, you know, you see it and, you know, you can, you can play it however you want, but on your social media is, you know, you have a tag where it says, you know, my wife makes me sing. Now, how, how true is that? <laughs> because oh, like, I, I, I feel that deep in my bones, you know, being, being a married man, like there, there are times where it's like, yeah, my wife's making me do this, whether you want to or not. Right. <laughs> right. So it's, it's kind of interesting to hear. So, it's hard, and it's a little bit of a play on words. So, so, like a lot of people say, "Oh, well, my wife makes me clean. My wife makes right. me take out the trash. My wife makes well, my <laughs> wife makes me sing because I, in this house there is never, like I said, there's never a dull moment. Number one, you got four children running around, but number two, in order to keep me on my toes, she I, it's become more or less a game. You know, can you write a song in sixty seconds? Right. Can you remember these 90s country artists when I name them off to you and manage to pull a song out of your hat to sing right on the spot whenever I come up behind you and ask you to sing? Right. You know, can you find some random platform and a means of making a microphone if I say the word concert challenge all all within a five second period before this camera starts rolling? And it's become such a fun thing. Like the kids expect it. My daughter is writing songs and running off into a room and pulling out the phone and her little pink guitar and doing this. And it, it makes this house so lively and fun and being on your toes for something like that and having the capability of saying, yeah, I'm the guy whose wife makes him sing. It, it's, it's just <laughs> something awful. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy thing to think how much we have built in a little over a year and a half. But looking back, if anyone said, if you had a couple of things you would have done different to get to the point you're at, would you do it? And I can't say I would because all, all this is, it's happened like it's supposed to. And I'm thankful for every single memory that we've made along the way. That's awesome. Now, so, so some of my favorite TikToks you guys have put out are the ones where, you know, either you're by yourself or you're playing with the kids and you're singing and you see your wife, like half of her face and, you know, her recording you singing. Now, is a lot of that, do you even know that's happening or is it like, a, hey, do your thing and I'm just going to record you? I'm in the middle of doing something and I'm not, when I get in a groove and I'm paying attention to whatever I'm taking care of or me and the kids are playing, I'm not really paying attention to much of what's going on around me because if I'm cleaning, I'm in the zone and I'm trying to like get it done so I can get on to the next thing. Yeah. And then she comes up and says, Hey, look, I caught you. <laughs> Cause I mean, I'm even when she's not making me sing, I'm constantly singing. If I've, if I'm not hoarse and I ain't got, you know, anything keeping my, my voice from belting out a couple of, a uh, couple of lines of anything, I'm usually always singing. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's amazing to have stuff like that to go back and watch because there's there's times we'll be sitting at the house or riding in the car and my daughter comes up and says, "Can I watch y'all's TikToks? Please, can I watch your TikToks?" Okay, here, hand her the phone yeah. and she goes through and she's just smiling and grinning and laughing and enjoying it so much and I'm like, you know, this is all this, you know, it, it's it's growing our career, it's growing social media, it's it's getting music stream, but 
these kids are going to be able to look back on all this and I want them to look back and have so many fond memories and smile, especially with the ones they were a part of, because that's, it's like watching old home videos and stuff, but they're, they're frozen right there in a moment in time that you can go back, grab and watch at any point that you want to. Yeah. Now, now I truly believe that you are more than just a, uh, you know, a, a TikTok celebrity, right? Um, but I do have one more TikTok question. I promised myself I wouldn't spend the whole time talking about TikTok because, like I said, I feel like your talent is way bigger than this, right? But do you guys have a a release schedule with, you know, how you do your TikTok or is it just however you feel that day or, you know, have you, you know, that sort of thing. Do you have a schedule with TikTok doing your TikToks or is it just whatever happens, happens? It's kind of whatever happens, happens. The only time we really try to plan some videos is when I'm revealing a song to her or we're trying to go through and promote some of the original music. But majority of the time it's, hey, here's a, we caught it on camera. Let's slide nice. it on TikTok, see what people think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, honestly, if I tried to tell you that we knew how to plan it, I couldn't. Algorithms on every social media platform or ever-changing beast that I have yet to figure out. Don't know if I ever will. But it's it's just whatever feels right. When it feels right and you've got something that's uh, captured right there on that phone that you feel other people might connect with, we throw it out there and hope for the best. Yeah. Now, so now, you know, now that the elephant in the room is out of the way with TikTok, you have just signed on with a label to, you know, expand you even more. Can you want to tell me a little bit about how that all came to be and, and who that's with and where you're going with that? So, yeah with a uh, big yellow dog music and they're out in Nashville, Tennessee. They've been around for a good while and they have an excellent team of folks there. And we've kind of been courting back and forth for about three or four months, you know, just talking, kind of giving them a, you know, steady keep track of what music is coming out, what we're doing, where we're going, where we're playing. And uh, over, over time we developed a really good relationship with them and came down to the decision of, hey, how how can we take this friendship and make it into a partnership? And so now I get to have the enjoyment of saying I've connected with Big Yellow Dog Music to write songs for a living, as well as drive my artist uh, capabilities to a new level through their label. And it's, it's outstanding because yeah. now you've got – you've got so many people that are standing behind you saying, we believe in you and we want to push you to be everything that you can be. We want to pour gas on the fire. And that's what I find so amazing is that they have such great faith in what we're doing and they believe in the music. They believe in everything we're putting out and all the work we're putting into it. And they have done such an amazing job helping us to, do literally what I just said, just pouring gas on the fire, making it that much bigger. And we're very thankful for that. We've just released actually the kitchen was our very first release with them. And the next release uh, will be coming this Thursday night at midnight. uh, And that's called minus you. Nice. 
That's awesome. Um, so now, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you can't talk too much about the nitty gritty of it, but will your wife be able to still have the input in the in the you know the balance that you guys have together, even with you know this this sign on and this label behind you? Yes, sir. We're we're still driving the truck. We've just got a lot of a lot of great co-pilots that are riding right awesome. there shotgun. That's awesome. Now, now this this might get a little personal, but we are you doing this now full time? Is this is this what you're doing, or are you still holding that you know quote unquote nine to five while this train keeps rolling? Uh, I held that nine to five for as long as I could hold it, and when Big Yellow <laughs> Dog stepped in, they gave me the capability to. Uh, to leave that behind and pursue music as a hundred percent full-time career. That's awesome. How did that feel to be able to, you know, I, I'm sure you loved your job, your nine to five, but what was that like to be able to go? I don't have, I can now, you know, live my dream as my profession. It was breathtaking. And also the scariest thing I think I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I guess you, you have this, Hey, I'm good at what I do. You know, I've got a job that involves math. There's always, and I can guarantee I'm going to, you know, do this for as long as I'm willing to continue to do this. You know, there's no fans in industry. You just got contractors that you try to keep a good relationship with and you roll on it and your next paycheck comes in. Yeah. But yeah, now we're in the industry of, having faith in those around us and driving our hearts into it and hoping everyone feels as, you know, as good about all the music we release as what we do. And thankfully that's what, exactly what we've got. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, is there a plan to move to Nashville or are you staying in Chattanooga? Uh, for right now, the, the plan has not really moved us any closer to Nashville just yet. We're going to stay put. We've got a very short, you know, couple hour commute, from here to Nashville, it's never far away from us. And we're constantly traveling through there back and forth, whether it be to, you know, do meetings and stuff of that nature up there, or for the sake that we're constantly traveling North through Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, and Ohio. And Nashville's just kind of a, you know, a nice good stop to make on our way through up to there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are there any plans to hopefully get you up here into the Boston area? That would be the hope. My big thing is just finding the right spot to get up there and come. Yeah. Cause that, that's, that's one thing that I feel has been kind of just off the wall. Amazing in its own is that we, a lot of people ask us how we have, you know, toured and how we've booked where we've went and gotten to see all these different places. And, they ask how we reached out, who we talked to, and the or who our booking agent was. And up until this point, we've never done that. You know, we've it's been just us. We don't call, want to come do this, this, or this. We've just been blessed enough that folks have said, hey, I like what you're doing. I love your music. We've got this venue. Come out here and play. What's it cost? Give us a quote. That's what's gotten us from Dream back. That's so awesome. yes, once we have someone that's uh, ready to bring us up Boston way, you best believe that we are heading that direction. Well, I've got to see 
I've got to see the sites up there. I have yet to make it that far west. I've traveled northwest and some northeast, but not that far northeast. Yeah, it's, you know, it's quite the place. You definitely don't want to be here in the winter, but it's, <laughs> definitely, it's definitely a great place to visit. Um, and you better believe I'm going to be um, working on some of these venues and relationships I have with these venues to get you up here. That's for sure. Because you you have you have a, a talent that is not um, universal, especially in this industry. You know, you we have a lot of great country artists, but you you have the grit and the soul, and it's you know you you can feel it, you can hear it, and it's something that you know even non TikTok millennials need to hear. <laughs> you know, they they really <laughs> Thank do. Thank you. Um, so I got a couple more questions. I don't want to take up your whole night because I know dad, husband, you know, the whole the whole kit and caboodle is, is tough, especially during the week. Um, so again, thank you so much for being here with me. Um, Absolutely. So I have a big, I, I've wanted to ask you this now since I heard, I heard the rendition the first time, but how do you get to record this version of Thunder Rolls the way it is. <laughs> okay, so the crazy part about that is I was sitting in my office and was kind of just letting YouTube playlist play through. And all of a sudden, a video that was a full-blown music video pops up that sounds like the Thunder Rolls, but it's got this hard rock grunge to it. And I was like, where in the world did this come from? I listened to it and it said it was by a group called state of mind and no resolve. And they collab together and come up with this hard rock version of one of my favorite Garth Brooks songs. And I actually went home that night and I was like, you got to listen to this, showed it to my wife. Cause she's always been a huge Garth Brooks fan. And she was kind of like, that's crazy. Like I, I never thought somebody would try to turn Garth into yeah, like, it, exactly. It it's, sure does. it's nuts. And two weeks later, out of complete thin air, the wild blue, however you want to call it, we get an email from the uh, from the independent label that was managing these two groups, and they said, "Hey, you know, we've released this song here recently. The uh, that was a cover of the Thunder Rolls. It was, we uh, managed to get on Billboard with it." And we were number one on the iTunes charts for rock. And so many people have reached out saying they wanted us to bring in a version of the song that has the third verse that never got put to radio. And I was like, okay, well, that's really cool. What would my involvement be? They said, well, we want you to sing the third verse. And I messaged back and said, okay, well, do you want to hop on a call and discuss this? And I said, yeah, let's give you a call. We got a call. And I said, I want to clarify one thing real quick. Y'all do know I'm country, right? <laughs> they said, yep. And that's exactly what this third verse needs. We need to bring it back to the countryside so that everybody knows that we're still staying true to Garth. I was like, okay, then tell me how I signed up to do it. And let's get it done. And uh, I recorded the vocals for my part. But actually in the master bedroom closet of our bedroom, uh, set up some sheets and a mattress behind me and microphone stand. She pulled out the laptop and a little Scarlet solo and we went to town and, uh, 
man, I couldn't couldn't tell you how good it felt to hear that song once it all came together. And not to mention, we got to shoot our own portion of the music video here locally at Greenway Farms. And uh, great video uh, videographer uh, Chris Blankenship. He he came together and did an outstanding job. Believe it or not, you look at that high quality video and that our part was shot with an iPhone to tell you how far phones have come. Yeah. Right. I think the kind of infamous moment for me though, was that we did this and, you know, made a music video, recorded this song. We released our version and it went number one on the iTunes rock charts as well. And soon after Garth is doing his Garth Brooks live, like he does every Monday. And someone posts a comment says, hey, have you heard the rock and roll version of Thunder Rolls, especially the extended cut? And he said, yep, I love it. As a matter of fact, he clicks a little button on his remote and up pops our faces on the screen behind him. He said, these guys right here did a killer job. He said, what I love is that they made this song their own and they truly turned it into something that uh, was true to the song itself, but when you watch someone take something you've written and turn it on its head and own it, he said, that is what is amazing. He said, honestly, they did this song the way I wished I had the balls to do it. And for me, that was my full circle moment because my dad opened for Garth in 88 and here Garth is talking about a song we released right there on live. That's awesome. So, it's outstanding. So that's yeah. the, the long and short of how that came to be. That's, that's, that's incredible, you know, cause it's, it's awesome how, you know, when things like that happen, when things happen so organically and just, you know, out of the blue and like, you know, for, for those two bands, you know, to, you know, you would never do that unless they ask, right. you like, it's, it wasn't even on the radar of something yeah. to even consider. Wouldn't you know, even like, have thought of it. Right. And like, I found, I found that out real quick with this, with doing this show and this podcast that, you know, you don't know unless you ask, you know, that that's how I was able to get you to come on. Like, you're not going <laughs> to, you, know, you know, you're doing your own thing. You're killing it. You're not going to be like, Oh, Hey, the boots and whiskey podcast. That sounds like a fun idea. You know, like that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm trying to find those fun ideas and, you know, luckily enough, you know, you've been gracious enough to say, yeah, absolutely. And, and beyond this show. And I, I can't, you know, I really can't thank you enough for it. Well, I appreciate you having me on here, man. It's a, it's a pleasure getting to do any interview because I, I love being able to share our story and any way that we can give people a little more access to dig deep into us, but not just that. I love connecting with all these different outlets because I, between talking with you and so many countless people now that, uh, we've done, you know, interviews and podcasts with, I get to hear a little bit of everybody else's story. And I, yeah. it's nice to hear these, these other successes and the wins that people have had. And that it makes all this a lot more worth it, man, because at, at the end of the day, we're all trying to succeed at what we're doing. And I'm, I'm just thankful to be a part of everyone else's. Yeah. And well, we're, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to just speak for myself, but I, I am very thankful for, for you and you know helping me you know do this and promote this and you know it's it, it's a real it's a real give and take in this industry and you know those that want to help 
do and those that don't don't you know and i and i appreciate the ones that do a lot yes sir um so my last kind of cliche questions that i have um because we are the boots and whiskey podcast if you're wearing boots what brand are you wearing and if you're drinking whiskey what brand of whiskey is your go-to all right. <laughs> so, I got to make sure I say this right. And it's in cursive, and I've worn this a lot, so it's hard to tell. Did this you just take is... off your boot? Yes, I did. That's awesome. These are Letty Vigueros. And this is from uh, a boot shop, I think it's Letty's, down in Texas. And I had worn Justin's before, but when I went to Letty's down there, they saw me wearing my Justin's that were about to fall apart. And they said, you have never had on a good boot, have you? I was like, what do you mean? Justin's are amazing. They said, no, don't get me wrong. Justin's are great boots. They said, but the boots we have here are outstanding. Put these on. They're handmade. And they handed me this boot that I've got on now. And yeah, that, safe to say. I didn't realize how good a boot could fit, feel, but Letty's, Letty Vigero, handmade boots. That's when it comes to whiskey, I'm honestly going to say, first and foremost, it's always been Jack Daniels because I am a Tennessee boy, and Lord knows I had to prove that when I went to California. I, I drank more Jack Daniels when I first got out there. Is a kind of, hey, you're from Tennessee, so we're buying you a shot of this. But I also uh, love me some good bourbon whiskey. And uh, let's see. If I had to pick a side. Probably Woodford Reserve bourbon whiskey. Yeah. It's probably yeah, my that second. Seems to be, yeah, that seems to be everybody that I've talked to from Tennessee or the Nashville area. It's Woodford. Woodford is you know, number one, you know, Jack, you know, but those two are the the two that everybody goes for. I find it very interesting that that those <laughs> are the choices. Yeah, I got, I got lucky as a gift from one of the Kentucky shows we played. They had a uh, bottle of Woodford Reserved engraved with our logo on the back, and that was outstanding. Wow. Really cool. Had it etched into the glass. That's so I've, so got a, cool. I've got a bottle sitting over here on the bar up here in the studio that I have yet to pop the seal on. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm saving that for the day that we finally get the chance to take the Opry stage. I'm going to take the Opry stage. At the end of the night, that bottle will be there, and the first shot will be poured in celebration. So, yeah, and you know what? Honestly, Vernon, you're on a you're on a trajectory that will get you there faster than you could, I think, even imagine. That's the hope and the prayer, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I think I know I've said it a million times, but you know, to date, you are the biggest act I've had. So I can't thank you enough for agreeing to be here. Um, you know, full disclosure. Um, I mean, now knowing that it, it's your wife that takes care of all this, you know, I think you guys are like the first 10 people I reached out to. <laughs> and <laughs> when I started to, to, to decide to do interviews, so you know, again, thank you. I know schedules are crazy and I can't thank you. I honestly can't thank you enough for being here. It's It's been a real treat to listen to your story and be able to get that out to, you know, my listenership and a different 
demographic up here in the north and you know thank you so much well thank you brother and trust me uh you, you, stuff like this it's it's meant to happen as it happens and that's kind of it's kind of funny because we we've had so many people that come up to meet us and they ask what my wife's name is which i try to post her name as often as possible and we try to say it but some people don't realize her name is destiny yeah. And so when they hear the song Destiny, they're thinking, oh, he's just talking about, you know, the word Destiny. And then they meet her and I introduce her as Destiny and they're like, well, the song makes a whole lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, it, it does. I was like, that song is literally a story of me and her and how all this happened. That's awesome. So if it weren't, if it weren't for that woman, this music wouldn't happen. And thankfully we were able to put that into a song. That song is probably the biggest secret I've ever kept from her. If you can't tell, like I said, she's running all the behind the scenes stuff that people can't see, but that includes, you know, vocals and a lot of things that I have to do to get this music out. And when that's the person that's doing all of it, it's very hard to keep a song a secret. I had to drive all the way to Nashville to, record it without her knowing and we had to come up with a code name just to be able to write the song my buddy was like well it's got to be something that sounds like destiny so how about how about recipe i was like yeah yeah we'll, we'll call it recipe i'm gonna send her to the other end of the house she can work on that project she's been wanting to fool with and, and anytime she hears us sing it she'll just say recipe she's gonna wonder why a recipe's got a hold of my heart but <laughs> kept asking me like what's the song name can you at least tell me the name i was like it's called recipe why is it called recipe i was like because it's still cooking don't worry about it it's that's okay. awesome that's so good oh god that's so good uh, <laughs> I, i've honestly loved all these stories and you know because to me you know and i tell this to you know as many people that i you know get the chance to that you know i don't think listeners and fans can really appreciate the songs that artists put out unless they really know and understand where those songs have come from. And, you know, I think, you know, doing these shows and these episodes, you know, we get a sense of that. And, you know, especially with you tonight, getting a sense of where you have really come from and the, the heart and soul into these songs and in your music is just, you know, if anybody that listens to this doesn't see that or hear that, I don't know what planet they're on because, you know, you, you, you tell the story so well and, you know, really give us a great sense of where you came from to put all of this thought and emotion into your music. And again, I thank you for that. Well, thank you for having me and giving me the chance to share it, brother. Absolutely. So I have one more thing to say to you before we go, and this kind of hurts to say, but I'm glad and I'm happy to be able to say it to you is congratulations on your victory last week. It's so nice to see somebody kick the Astros ass other than us. <laughs> okay. So this is where a lot of people that have known me for years know me a little bit better than some, but I've got a lot of people I, into it. I am not I, a Braves fan. Oh my God. You've just destroyed all my hopes and dreams. No, but I'm not a Braves fan entirely. I grew up and was raised a Dodgers fan. Okay. So the Braves put my boys out this year. 
And I didn't hold hard feelings. The Braves have always been my go-to team when the Dodgers aren't in the picture. So I pulled for the Braves to pull, you know, pull it off against Astros since Astros kind of pulled one over on my Dodgers as well. Yeah. So definitely it's Dodgers first. Then I'm a Braves fan. And I'm always pulling for the boys any chance I get, so long as they are not sitting in the dugout across from the Dodgers. <laughs> Yeah, but well, that's, no, that's they, they did enough. a great thing last week. So yeah. I'm very, 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 very proud and excited for all those guys that were able to pull that off this year because that's outstanding for that ball club. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's funny because I'm a big baseball person myself, and you know, being from you know being from up here, and it's all Red Sox all the time. You know, when I say, oh, well, I really like other teams, like, you should see the daggers. It's like, what do you mean you like another team? It's like, well, I love the Red Sox. Don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> you know, when you're a fan of a sport, like, you have – you know, you're not just a fan of your hometown team. You're a fan of the sport and whatever team is doing well. Like, it's nice to see some oh, yeah. other team other than the, you know, the regular three or four that you see every year do well. Exactly. And that – a lot of people kept telling me this year because we put out the song Run Out of Beer and it said I could watch the Braves lose out in game seven, come up a few prayers short of heaven. But if it came down to one more round or having you here, I'd rather run out of beer. And everyone's like, well, you're saying you're not a Braves fan. So why'd you write the Braves into your song? Why didn't you write the Dodgers? It's like, well, I'd really rather not see the Dodgers lose anything. Right. But right. also, you know, a lot of the guys are right with the Georgia boys. So like the song I wrote that one, uh, the person I wrote that song with was Josh Bricker. And then even the song I've got coming out this Friday, I wrote it with Sam Coon and Josh Bricker as well. So I've got, and Alex Pennington Smith, he's another Georgia boy. I've just, I've got a lot of, uh, you know, folks down there close to the Atlanta area that bring a lot of that George, you know, Georgia country right up here to me. So that embrace kind of hits a little bit better than, Saying I, I could watch the Dodgers lose out in Game Seven, <laughs> right, right. It's You're thinking about South. Games. You got to bring that su- Southern home yeah. team in there. So that's right, that's right. Well, you know, you you do it well, and you know, I keep I can't wait for more TikToks and more music, you know, from you and your in your camp and everything you're doing is great. And I really, you know, I can't wait to continue to watch your career grow. And you know, anytime anything comes up or comes out, and you want to blast it out there please you know by all means send it my way and i'll i'll throw it out there and you know if you got something else coming up in the next year or so and you want to jump on again and talk about it we're always here and well i appreciate the time and appreciate the opportunity to get on here it's been a absolute pleasure i love getting to sit down and just kind of kind of shoot it all out there let everybody know how how we are, who we are, and what we do, and why we enjoy it, and it, it's amazing to have the uh, have the capability to do so on a daily basis. And yeah. outlets like y'all are what make that possible. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, and again, you know, thank you. But more importantly, thank you know, please thank Destiny and your children for allowing you to give us the time and you know really back you in your career. We we all appreciate it. Trust me, they're the they're the inspiration and the driving force behind it, and it awesome. wouldn't be possible without them. And they, uh, I don't know that they're, they're 
they're a very special light of my life that thankfully the good Lord decided I was a, uh, a decent enough person to get to spend the rest of my life enjoying. So I, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for all of us and watching these kids grow and watching this music grow. It's, it's a prize. It's a never ending blessing. And one day when we're looking back at all this, there's going to be so much more than just, you know, music and time that we're going to be sharing. It's going to be all the lifetime of just, just countless moments that we're never going to forget. And moments like tonight are just a stepping stone to making all that happen. And that's why I'm so thankful for all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again. And what a better note to end on than that, you know, so thank you. Um, you know, I hope when this comes out, feel free to share it with the world. You know, I would greatly appreciate yes, sir. it. And, absolutely. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch for sure. Thank you so much again. All right, brother, you take it easy. Right. Have a good night. One day we'll get these boots up there to Boston. Hell yeah, let's do it. We'll make it happen. Yes, sir. All Take right, it easy, brother. Have a great night. Cheers. Same to you. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Brendan Davis. Brendan, thank you so much for your time. Um, it was great hearing about where you've come from and what you've done and where you're going. Um, I wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future and everything that goes with it. You know, again, thank you so much for taking the time and talking to us here on the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much. Remember to check us out on all social media platforms. Um, now that this is out, um, our TikTok has kind of blown up, which is pretty cool. Um, we can go live now, which we're, we're going to start doing here more and more often. Um, you know, find us on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, so on and so forth. If there's a social media platform, I'm sure we're on it. Um, so without further ado, thank you so much again. Um, keep those boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Till next time, cheers, good night. Thank you all so much.